0: Welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I am Mark Storrs and with me as always is Chris Carlos Alley and Rob Morphy. So I'm going to keep talking about my favorite season of October every podcast until it is no longer October and because of our schedule this will go into November. Yes it will. It's a spooky season. I'm here to celebrate it. You guys are here with me. I feel a a little hesitation, but that's okay. I'm going to bring you into my fucking realm of spooky. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Look in my eyes. Yeah, this is all news to us. Look in my eyes.
1: You're a new friend to us, and we don't know you. Also, you're full of shit if you don't think
0: we adore October Ween. So not only is October my favorite holiday of Halloween, but it's also my anniversary. Yes, it is. So yes, happy anniversary to my lovely wife, Nicole. That was actually on uh, October 3rd, but- because my wife is so fucking awesome and she also is into spooky shit too, are we celebrating our anniversary by going to the Fright Nights in Syracuse.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Which
0: is in the middle of this, uh, it's in a weird section of Syracuse. It's like an old factory, basically. It used to be at the fairgrounds, now it's in a factory. Right. It's fucking awesome. Holy shit, I've never been so goddamn scared and almost threw up a couple of times <laughs> in celebration. <laughs> From sheer of... terror? What the... Really? Well, no. What they have is, you know those weird like, fun house things, like the spinning tunnel with the lights? Yeah. Yeah. So they got a couple of those. Okay, I got a weak stomach. I'm not good with heights. I don't like mm. visual things because I get sick. And then Pennywise jumps out at you, does his funny Pennywise dance, and then I scream really fucking loud. <laughs> and try oh to, god! I try to go the other way past my wife, and she's like, "Good sir, what are you wow. doing?" As she actually screamed, and we all ran away. So yeah, I got my haunted oh my house. God. I got my haunted house shit in. It was fucking so dope. There was this gr- a group of like young girls ahead of us that were like fucking super into it and having fun, and then there was a group of young kids behind us, like six or seven, who were like, oh, you hit me in the arm, I'm going to fucking go back there and punch him. And I'm like, dude, oh my. fucking calm down, you're seven. Go play Fortnite. What are you going to beat up the fucking people for? Oh, uh, Funhouse Heroes. Yeah, it was pretty fucking dope. So fucking Halloween is here. I fucking love every goddamn second of it. Yeah, Robert, for sure. And, Christopher, we have patron shots. Yes, we do. Do
2: Yeah, definitely. And I might also add, every crunchy fucking leaf, every bad horror film, every wind-swept fucking Mm -hmm. shot that should have been in John Carpenter's Halloween but really wasn't because it was shot in Southern California, and it looks sunny as the dills, uh, every time I see that walking around, it fills me with great joy. Yes. So you're not alone. And on to our delightful fucking awesome patrons. And the newest ones are byron clark let that be lord byron clark mm. Hell yeah byron thank you ian campbell oh my god i feel like duke it's the house of lords here
0: <laughs> thank you
2: jackson kane
0: hell yeah jackson
2: that's some wild west shit thomas
0: erig hell yeah thomas thank you so much tyler m McAllister. nice kira mm. fuck yeah kira what up rebecca coxas hell yeah rebecca
2: Carson Ravencraft? No, no,
0: nope. Raycraft? Raycraft? Raymond? <laughs> Raymondcraft? Raymond? Ramencraft? Did you say? do you say Raymond or Raven?
2: No, I said Raven. Oh, Raven. No. I tried to, but the way I pronounce things, who the fuck knows? Raymondcraft works too. Oh my god. The, oh, can you imagine being a fucking witch crafter of ramen? Oh, delicious. Yeah. But anyway, it's Carson Raycraft, and I apologize. Moving on to Zelda Ray Gunn, which I actually yeah. said accurately. You did. I like it. Rowan Pike. Yeah. Jeremiah Byron. Yeah, Jeremiah. Double Byron hit. Danon, or excuse me, Danon. Probably like the yogurt. Yeah, probably. Danon Vic. Thank you, Danon. Lindsay. Just Lindsay. Lindsay. What S- up, Lindsay? Straight up Lindsay. And rounding out, we've got Joe Whitley.
0: Hell yeah, Joe. Thank you so much. we got a correction here, Robert. Uh, we're gonna move down here. It uh, we said uh, Desi Desirée Lopez, but it's actually Des, Desiree Lopez <laughs> because for some reason I don't know why we did it wrong, but we did. And I remember going over this ahead of time and we had it right. Yeah, I we, thought so too. it up. So Desiree Lopez, thank you so much. Yeah, I
2: yes, definitely. I apologize. It was certainly it all falls to me because I'm the one that actually says the name. So uh,
0: Desiree, my humble apologies. Thank you for the the, the Patreon message, and she also hit me up on Instagram. Thank you so very much. I appreciate that. Uh, Real quick, before we get started, we have some other celebrations this month, the month of October, my favorite month. Rick Belcher, one of our mod admins over there on Facebook, happy birthday to you, good sir. Hell yes. Happy birthday. day. It was on October second, and my you know, I was just talking about my anniversary being the third. So yeah, we share some some space in some each, the month. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yes. yeah. Numbers yeah, yeah. undeniable. Close numbers. Yeah. Exactly. Uh and also too, our good buddy Laura Cram. Oh Laura. Happy uh, uh, birthday. October 18th. What up, Laura? And yes, I almost said Laura Cram oh, again. Damn which damn is, it, dude. It's how our friendship and listenership was formed. Yeah, by that's me, true. Ruining her name because I can't read. Then she sent cookies. She might have been our very first correction. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, You know, I think you're right. I think she was. I think
1: there's a real possibility. (laughs) There's a
0: good chance that... It's
1: pretty bad that there had to be a correction. You (laughs) 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 have all names. Jesus
2: Christ.
0: Look, look, it happens. Uh,
2: I can almost forgive my Desiree and a few others, but yeah, Laura,
0: that's fucking (laughs) shameful. (laughs) Thank you for understanding, good friend Laura. I appreciate your understanding this. Anyway, Moving on, this week we're talking about the wee devils of Barcelona. Uh, those wee little devils in Barcelona. I was going to try to kick out my accent, but I just, if I, if I start it, I'm never going to stop, and then Chris is going to murder me. So, anyway, let's get started right. with. In the early 1970s, a pair sharing a hotel room had a bizarre and terrifying encounter with a trio of inhuman entities, which some believe to be of diabolical origin, and others insist. Our alien.
2: And maybe the answer is something else entirely.
0: We're bringing, oh, he- we're
2: bringing hell heller space with this of one, Of course dude. we are. Yeah. It's, it's our go-to. It's our gem. It's our diamond in the rough. No, it's our uh, ace in the hole. That's what oh, I'm looking
0: for. ace in the spades. It's our ace in the spades. I mean, wouldn't it be awesome if we actually had the domain hellerspace.com, and if you went there, it brought you to our merch store? It would wouldn't be that be amazing? Unfathomable. Oh, my God. It's actually a thing. No. It's, yeah, it's I believable. I made it manifest with my own psychic powers. Yeah, and your, your internet skills and wallet. <laughs> <laughs> my ability to forward domains. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Robert, let's do it. Indeed.
2: Tales of nocturnal, seemingly supernatural sojourns have been with humankind since a time immemorial. But while paranormalists have grown accustomed to strange tales of shadowy apparitions, old hags, and alien greys... There are some encounters with unknown entities which defy established protocols to become the gold star batshit crazy events which are celebrated on the Kryptonaut podcast. Nice fundamentalists of all stripes have long claimed that our world is infested with insidious entities whose sole agenda is to tempt our minds, envenomate our hearts, and debauch our souls to the point where they are too corrupt to pass through the gates of heaven. So we're having fun. We're having fun. Okay, cool. Cut and loose. Many consider these denizens of the darkest realm to be the products of superstition, myth, and folklore. But... As too many of us know, whether they are skulking in the shadows of our bedrooms, hiding within the myriad folds of our cluttered closets, or lurking in the darkest corners of our oft-rebellious and malignant thoughts, demons are all too real. In the May-June 2013 edition of the OVNI, UFO in Spanish, newsletter, and Portuguese too, I think, author and ufologist Margaret Ellen Fry recounted a truly bizarre encounter that occurred to her and an acquaintance while she was on a visit to Barcelona in 1970. Her marriage having ended, and the promises of social media, left-swiping, and near-anonymous romantic trysts nothing but a sci-fi writer's dream, Margaret settled for what was then the best method of making new friends and joined a pen pal club. You imagine oh that, man. God. Back
0: in the day, that's how you hooked up.
2: Yeah,
1: pen pals.
0: There was no, like, yeah, a, Yahoo personals. Bars, work, blind dates. Yeah. Pen pals, I yep. guess. Could you imagine writing somebody all the time? It would be frustrating.
2: Oh, I, I'm a prolific well, Yeah, because you're a writer. Yeah, I, I'm not. And, like... you know, I've had, you know, romantic liaisons internationally. So, yes, it's tough And it's frustrating, but it also really lets you get your fucking, your poet off. You know, you get your heart out there. And I'm a writer too, so it helps. But yes, there's a lot of shitty elements about Uh, long distance relationships. Awful. Awful. And uh, it it just strikes me just how, you know, if you didn't meet and marry somebody that probably lived within 20 miles of you, it was never going to happen. Like you could be a world traveler and maybe you met somebody in Paris or whatever, but by and large... You were destined to live with and die with someone that maybe, hopefully, you loved, but only because of their geographic proximity. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. I mean, ah, the Dark Ages. Indeed. Margaret, who after experiencing a mass UFO sighting in London on July 17th, 1955, I'm not sure how old she was at the time, would co-found the Welsh Fellowship of Independent Ufologists. So... Eventually, not at this point in her life, she um, uses this early UFO experience to um, really get her into ufological circles. Cool. So, Margaret ended up corresponding with such luminaries as the chief designer of the Concorde, Pierre Costello. Oh. But it would be in the company of another pen pal, Francisco Ulander, that she would have her most alarming encounter with dark and unknown forces.
0: It's always a Pierre.
2: It's always a Pierre. In this case, it's a Francisco, though. Oh. Pierre's just (laughs) incidental. He's just designing planes. Yeah. He doesn't really play into this. I was just dropping names that we all know and envy, like Pierre Costello. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In the spring of 1970, Margaret decided that rather than merely correspond with her international allies, she would actually travel and make some of their acquaintances. One such journey took her to Catalonia's stunning cosmopolitan capital city, Barcelona, which, as we all know, is an autonomous community on the coast of northeastern Spain. Now, what I didn't know, honestly, because I'm a fucking idiot, and I'm only going to digress on this for a brief second, is that Spain is made up of many different autonomous states that have self governments and their own culture and economics. They're all considered Spaniards, and they're all under the umbrella of Spain. But there's very – I knew I knew the BAST community and a few others, but I didn't realize that there's a few. I'm no expert on it. This was just yeah, me I, this is all doing yeah. a little research, of course. But I just always thought it was one unified country with yeah. maybe states or provinces or whatever. But apparently it's a bunch of autonomous countries that all yeah, know, ride – they, they have their own flags, but countries. they ride under the mantle of Spain. Cool. Yeah. Probably the biggest hulk that, of it weird, is actual huh? Spain. But right. Well, like work, anyway, work, Spain, Spain, the yeah, more, you know, hell yeah. still beautiful, still full of the greatest meats I love to eat, mm. still advocate the best policy of midday naps. So there you go. I'm pro Spain all the way. I'm all about it. Ironically, it would be within the contemporary confines of this modern metropolis that Margaret would encounter entities said to be older than time itself. Since Margaret and Francisco had already established their ink-fueled friendship, it was decided that the Barcelona native would meet her at the airport. Francisco would serve as a tour guide, while Margaret would help him improve his English. By the time her flight arrived at El Prat Airport, it was nearly midnight, and Francisco was there to pick her up and drive her the 10 miles to a hotel he had checked her into in the heart of Barcelona. The trip to the hotel was uneventful, and Francisco helped the exhausted Margaret heft her luggage up the two flights to her suite. The room was spacious, with two beds separated by a bedside bureau, a wash basin wedged in the corner, and a gorgeous floor-to-ceiling plate-glass patio window. Margaret was grateful for all of her new friend's help and bid him a good eve, but, not surprisingly, Francisco had other ideas. He told her that he planned to spend the night.
0: Oh, boy. Oh well, let's see, what, let's see what happens. The douche.
2: On. Okay. Margaret was understandably infuriated about this would-be Lothario's audacity, but Francisco pleaded with her, claiming that if he drove home, he wouldn't arrive until 3 a.m. and that he might wake his parents. He swore to her that his intentions were nothing but noble and that he would not so much as lay a hand on her.
0: Oh, boy. Oh boy. All right, well...
2: Fatigued to the point of near collapse and not particularly keen on making a public scene in a foreign land, Margaret relented, admonishing her presumptuous pen pal to stick to his side of the suite. Francisco agreed, and the pair retired to the room, climbed into separate beds, and, as soon as Margaret's head touched her pillow, she instantly fell asleep. About an hour later, Margaret woke up with a start and she began looking around trying to gather her bearings. Moonlight streamed through the open curtains of the patio windows, illuminating the unfamiliar room, and that's when her eyes caught sight of something she would never forget. Margaret described the scene in her O.V. and I report, writing, quote, There, in the corner by the wash basin, sat three little devils with horns. End Oh, quote. no.
0: Mm, oh, boy. Yeah, you know, I mean, worried about Grabby Francisco over there. <sighs> yeah, and then you got the fucking min, Minions of the Dark One hanging you, out in the corner. You got from the gate <clears throat> hanging out. Oh, no. I know, right? The stunned
2: Margaret stared in what must have been disbelief, but as her eyes adjusted to the darkness, even more unnerving details revealed themselves. According to Margaret, the trio of Mephistophelian monstrosities were huddled together in a tight circle, heads bowed, engaged in what seemed to be an esoteric, almost meditative ritual, wherein the creatures had one hand gripping the, sh- the shoulder excuse me of the demonic entity next to them. As they use their free hand to almost completely cover their large, partially closed eyes, it's like a weird. Wow, i demonic... like the can can. Yeah, it's like a weird huddle. It's, it's a huddle. like It's a, yeah. it's a triangular three-demon huddle. Right. I assume maybe your left hand on the shoulder, right, right hand partially covering we were, your eyes. If we were
0: close enough, we could do this right
2: now. We it could would totally be, do it. It would
0: be an awful podcast, but we could do it. It would
2: be an awful podcast, and we might invoke some things we don't want to. Oh, yeah. So The demonic hand can, as Chris said. Oh, There it is. Uh, Thus named. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) 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 Margaret was unable to stifle the shriek of terror building within her. And at the sound, Francisco sat bolt upright in bed. The scream triggered an immediate reaction. And without warning, the beds began violently shaking and against all expectations, streaking back and forth, slamming against walls and furniture like a pair of diabolically powered bumper cars. Oh, no. No,
0: this guy is so so regretting not going home. Yeah, he's like,
2: oh, I could have whacked off. (laughs) Mom (laughs) and dad are in the other room. I (laughs) could have eaten
0: some leftovers, (laughs) crashed out. Here I
2: am. Yeah, there you go.
0: The fuck. Well, Devils. (laughs) Every time. Nice bumper cars with the bed.
2: Margaret clung to the mattress for dear life, convinced that at any moment she, Francisco, or both might be hurtled through the plate glass windows to their doom. All the while, the three devils remained motionless near the basin, apparently telepathically controlling the erratic courses taken by the (laughs) beds.
0: What the fuck? All right.
2: In the melee, Margaret managed to jump from her bed onto Francisco's, (laughs) fucking crazy, and screamed for him to turn on the lights, a task made all but impossible by the staggering speed of the bumper beds. (laughs) In time, Francisco nailed his chance, lunging for a lamp as it streaked by, snagging the chain and filling the room with its electrified brilliance. In an instant, the horned devils disappeared, and the skewed bed froze. Did the sudden appearance of the light send these diabolical denizens hurtling back to the great below? Or did these electricity-fueled filaments send them scuttling into the shadows, or merely make them invisible to the human eye? These were just some of the questions that would haunt the eyewitnesses. As soon as the beds came to a stop, Francisco and Margaret streaked from the room and sprinted down to the lobby where they spent the few remaining hours of darkness resting in the lounge chairs. The panic-stricken Francisco begged Margaret's forgiveness, convinced that his lustful thoughts had conjured the little demons into existence. Oh, well, man. Maybe, you know, <laughs> a hyper, hyper-Catholic culture. I, I mean, mean <laughs> it makes sense. He's thinking about like, oh, I thought I'd stay the night, I don't want to be a mom. I'm just crashing out. Maybe one thing will lead to another. A little back rub. Turns into a foot rub. Turns into regret. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. He's Whatever he's fantasizing. I don't know what he's fantasizing. Right. Margaret's only like, fuck this guy. I need some sleep. Yeah. Fuck this. And, uh, and he's convinced that his boner-inducing fantasies yeah. was like a fucking radar call to
0: the demons, <laughs> like a beacon in the night. <laughs> they just they, they sensed it. I mean... They, they just sensed the ill-advised boner. <laughs> I can like, say this. I can this, see, I can see
2: demons it. demons really do come whenever you're feeling lustful... Then I need an exterminator immediately. Because they. Well, I mean, I've I mean, never I mean, seen them. We're him all infested. Him. I've never seen one. Like,
1: why would they just show up just for fucking him yeah. right now?
2: Well, who knows? Huh, okay. Who I mean, why if, they manifest. If
1: Bowler it? equals three devils, I mean, there's just thousands. There's <laughs> <just> literally <laughs> <What>? fucking <laughs> thousands. thousands yeah, We each little.
2: have hundreds of thousands, if not millions, a yeah. piece.
0: I mean, that's a lot to deal with at once. I mean, especially if
2: it's every dirty thought and not just a boner. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're all you know, un- that's true. Infe- oh my God. We're all infested. Jesus. All right. All right, well. As they discussed what had happened, both Margaret and Francisco were convinced that the wee devils had caused the beds to move. We honestly don't know if there's correlation. It only makes sense, but I, mean, I can see why they would think that. Totally. You don't often see the meditating devils, and your beds almost never move. Yeah. It's an easy math equation. Therefore. Though it might not be accurate. True. But anyway, they were convinced of it understandably, but were unsure as to why. Were these things trying to hurt them or was it merely to serve as a distraction so they could make their escape? And if so, why did they, they not leave until the lights came on? So again, yeah. She in and and when she wrote her recollections for the 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 UFO newsletter, um she's clearly still wrestling with these thoughts years later. Mm-hmm. And uh and so that's how I'm presenting them. Just yeah, because yeah, I, yeah, totally. These are the things that would haunt you. It, it makes me really, I, I don't, it doesn't make me think it's 100% authentic because of it, but it lends credibility in my estimation. For sure. They talked into the night. It's unknown if the night clerk inquired as to why they were bunked in the lobby rather than the room or what, if anything, the pair had told him if he did. But what can be assumed is that neither one of them slept so much as a wink. That morning, Margaret left the establishment post-haste and managed to book a room at the WMCA, which is not the same as the YWCA. I'm not even sure what it really means, because I couldn't find it on the internet, but it's an establishment somewhere else she could stay. Okay. Meanwhile, Francisco, having apparently been terrified out of his caddish ways, fulfilled his promise to be her tour guide, behaving at all times
0: like a total gentleman. No
2: more felonious dick for him. No. We see Where that leads. You get three devil brujas.
0: Three devils in a shaken bed and you change your fucking
1: tune real quick. <laughs> well, I mean, he claimed to never not do that and then he but he hasn't. So I mean so as far as the story goes, he's been fine, really.
2: Yeah, no, he didn't do anything. Yeah, that's right. He, right. Yeah. So it's
1: sort of like I mean, we were raised Catholic. We've discussed this many
2: times. And Mark is a new accidental convert. <laughs> Intentional but not giving a fuck. Um The idea of thought sins, thought crimes, if you will, to bring it into a minority report place, um, is prevalent within Catholicism and it's absurd. Like, I mean, again, if you, every time you think of fucking punching someone or making out with somebody or whatever, it's, it's as sinful as committing the act. And that's as idiotic as that is to a logical mind for someone who's deeply faithful as I'm assuming Francisco is because he just jumped to this conclusion he must have assumed that his thoughts translated into a diabolical visitation. Yeah. I don't know how old he is. I don't know anything about Francisco. I don't know what his state was, like if he was a well-known ladies' yeah, man who, in Barcelona. Yeah, or like who he's, really fucking knows. You know, but, a 17-year-old virgin that made a pen pal, and he's just hoping beyond hope. But who the al- fuck knows?
1: But also Catholicism, But also, Catholicism. grown up, up in it, does make you think you've done things that you haven't done. Like you well, may not even think
2: re- things you believe you've done them. That's the problem right. with thoughts. And
1: even if you didn't really necessarily think them, so it's like oh, it must have been that then. That that's what it, it did. That's what it does. It did to me, in my that's true in my, <laughs> yeah. in my, uh, no, I, eventually it's all autobiographical I mean, I'm, I'm clean over here i'm good i'm clear
2: Yeah, you never
0: had the idea I of thoughts since growing a fuck, up no no I mean, one ever
2: taught you that your bad
0: thoughts were no, actually I, like doing the bad thing no i didn't get that far in church i got scared early on by a couple of priests and i was like i'm out see you yeah, well, I mean, you had a, I didn't have a choice. Yeah, no, I hadn't. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. nor nor I, I. I pleaded with my father, and thankfully he's cool. And he was like, yeah, hey, don't worry about it. You're fine. I'm like, awesome. Thanks, Dad. I'm going to watch X-Men. Peace. And that was it. Wow. Yeah. What up, Dad? Good Thank American you. life. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Bob.
2: I appreciate it. Okay. Despite her distaste for his initially unchivalrous conduct, Margaret grew to genuinely like Francisco, and the pair became close friends, spending time together whenever she visited Barcelona. But, though their bond had been at least partially forged in the fire of their distressing experience, the two scrupulously avoided discussing it when they met. Hmm. In 1972, Margaret remarried, and in 1973, she traveled to Barcelona to reconnect with her now totally platonic friend. In the three years that had transpired since their demonic ordeal... Margaret had begun to convince herself that the experience must have been an acutely violent dream brought on by stress and exhaustion. Maybe there were no devils at all, except those that already lurked in her mind. During the lunch, the future author broached the subject, asking Francisco what he recalled about the evening in question. Her friend visibly tensed as the horrors of that terrible night reclaimed his consciousness. In a presumably shaky voice, he whispered, quote, Don't mention that again. Please, please. It was the most horrible, horrible experience of my life. End
1: quote. Two horribles.
0: I mean Two pleases. They did the can can, the beds, dan. I mean, I I didn't experience this, so I'm not gonna judge him, but I mean, you know, it was freaky, it was fucked up. Oh no, dude. But I mean no, you're being dismissive. Really put yourself in this place. All right, you're I sitting am sitting there, I'm you're wrong. with this
2: new person that, you know, maybe maybe you're attracted to certainly he right. was to some degree whether or not he was ever planning on doing anything about it and then suddenly you hear a blood-curdling scream so this is all from Francisco's point of view he bolts up in bed he sees the huddle fucking demonoids in the corner she, he sees her sh- sh- shrieking and, right. and their beds start trembling then bam, 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 bam bam, all over the place I don't even know how long it lasted
0: no, you're right I don't know Maybe what I the neighbor am, uh... said. she
2: jumps out of the bed he has to reach out and grab the lamp barely turning on everything freezes yeah. the demons are gone they run down to sleep the rest of the night in the lobby he's convinced that his dick invoked them <laughs> i can see this being the
0: most terrible All right. comma terrible experience All right. of his life i'm going to apologize to him not really but you're right if i was to experience this i'd be pretty fucked up about and it and you're too.
2: a secularist you are not a man who a faith and you are not a man that has True. been immersed in the particular kind of demonically um uh, terrorizing faith of roman catholicism especially spanish you know old school inquisition catholicism yes they've evolved since then but still so if you came up in that culture and you had that experience on top of it Mm -hmm. fuck
0: yeah that's bad my dick is not summoned demons yet yet give it time that's always key Always yeah. add that word. I Italicize I, I, it. That uh, they have vasectomy. You, you, you never know where that's gonna go. Oh well, yeah. The, the ghosts. The, the Lord doesn't approve of that surgery. <laughs> I got ghost mm. demons down there now. Got ghost mm. demons in your balls. Ghost Zach. demons in my
2: balls. Oh my God! Do you do you fucking jizz the fucking demonic undead now? Not yet. But they come out as like like little evil whispers. Cause just... <laughs>
0: They're no longer fertile. Yeah, they don't like, exist for very Go long. Go sperm. <laughs> yeah. Chris is trying to scientifically freeze them. Yeah. Like, well, they wouldn't exist for very long. Yeah, not so. much
1: energy there. No. Just like, well, hey, oh. oh. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, Mark uh, stores and the Spectral Sperm. Yeah. <laughs> coming as a
1: local Walden's
2: when they reopen them near you. No, good. good pull for Walden's books. It was then that she knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, that what they had experienced was not a hallucination, but an inexplicable encounter with, what at least appeared to be, diminutive, horned, humanoid beings who have been recorded by religious scholars throughout history as the debauchers of men, defilers of women, and devourers of souls. In short, they saw demons."
0: It's an excellent intro. Demons. So they're coming down now to the ring. We got the debauchers of men, defilers of women, and the devourers of souls. And weighing in at 45 pounds apiece. Horns. <laughs> in short, demons. The three-man tag team champs. Dude, oh, that'd be fucking Temptation. Dope. I want to see that shit on AEW. Temptation. <laughs> <It'd be fun>. <laughs> Temptation. <laughs>
1: Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's their ending move. Just they the, don't like block their eyes okay. and, <laughs> they, they, they and the form and start like, spinning. My god, Jesse. <laughs> it's, it's their their first move is their ending move.
0: <laughs> my god. <laughs> oh my god, Jesse. <laughs>
1: That's my Vince McMahon uh, from, like, oh, the 80s. God, that's exactly <laughs> what I <laughs> fucking as as she, I instantly pictured yeah, the moment you, know, you know, fucking as said As soon as you
0: said that, I fucking it totally came to me. I'm like, oh, Jesse Ventura. I <sighs> wasn't R.I.P., but he's still with us. Yeah, no, Mr. Song. Mayor is still around. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right oh, uh, it's glory. All right, damn, all righty. Okay. It seems that,
2: initially at least... Margaret agreed with Francisco's designation of these creatures as minions of Satan who were heeding the siren call of his libidinous passions, hoping perhaps to ignite a lustful tryst between these unwed companions and control them into committing at least one of the seven deadly sins. That's a fucking
0: long game right there, Jesus. She are like, all right, here we go. They got time. They're yeah, demons. They're just trying to get them fucking oh, by man. by what? Throwing them around the room in a bed and causing <laughs> havoc. Exactly.
1: That gets you in the mood to pork.
0: Yeah, you're not like. There's pork. not like. <laughs>
1: Well, wow, I haven't said that in a
0: while. <laughs> Good Lord. I mean, what a Thank weird you, fucking vacation. plan. <laughs> what a weird fucking plan. Like, I got an idea. We're going to get them all fucking okay. horned up, make the room jump.
2: Yeah. The speculation I was making was less that the swivel beds were going to induce, you know, just this fucking irascible horniness. What
0: they're going to trip and fall into fucking, in, into
2: fucking? No, that the meditative well, posture... Oh of the demons was the way they were trying to link with the humans' minds to make them uncontrollably horny. Oh. But when the woman woke up from you know, exhaustion, not horny but terrified and right. screamed, their reaction was to have a violent outreach of telekinesis. Okay. They, they gave up the desire to make them fuck. Okay. But all the okay. times, but this is serious, guys. Is Every it? time two unmarried people fuck, <laughs> right. three demons are responsible.
1: Oh, my God. Every
0: so time. All that time. That if we're you're a Catholic. Catholic. <laughs> gonna, all that time. Means- well, yeah, the
1: Trinity, so it's got yeah, to be three. It's got to be three. It's Catholicism is a numbers game. Always a numbers There's game. There's seven of shit. Seven shit. deadly sins. There's three of shit. There's all
2: the fucking stations <laughs> of the like, cross. Yeah. I don't even know how many there are mm-hmm. anymore. Eighty-teen. Eighty-two. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Eighty-teen
2: is what he said. Twelve or movies, but don't <laughs> come.
0: So before my wife and I were married and we were banging around that I mean, we were just creating demons. Did you see devils? You weren't creating demons because no. you didn't have ghost sperm yet or oh, spectral sperm. That's, that's right. There was it. no vasectomy. But,
2: but now a- that we're married. Every time you fucked, it's because there were three demons that you guys just weren't capable of seeing. You know why? Because you weren't suffering from jet lag. Um oh,
0: One of the two people has gotcha. to have
2: recently gotten off an exhaustive flight in the wee hours. Okay. I'm convinced that that had to play into it. That's very specific. Then you can maybe see the demons. Not if you're a couple. If you both got off the plane, you're both very tired, you're both going to sleep. Okay. If you're both indigenous, fine. If someone took a train, it doesn't matter. But if you've got fucking jet lag and you're in Spain, in the Catalonia region. (laughs) It's very specific, But regardless of all that, every time any of our listeners have ever fucked and you weren't in holy matrimony, in a state of grace and bliss, three demons were responsible.
0: I like your extended universe. I enjoy it. Okay. And I'm okay with that. In
2: fact, I invite the three demons over anytime. (laughs) All the time. 24-7. All right.
0: Here we go. Okay.
2: So, but over the years, as Margaret became more and more involved in the UFO phenomenon, even penning two books on the subject, she has, not surprisingly, begun to lean away from the demonic hypothesis in favor of an extraterrestrial theory. Oh. It's not much of this theory. It's just they're aliens. <laughs> oh. though their devilish appearance and apparent poltergeist-like ability to move objects seems to indicate that their home base may be infernal rather than celestial. And and and, and so I mean, there's okay. no great theory here. She just Wait. saw UFOs in July 17th of 55. Okay. Started the Welsh UFO Independent Unity Unit or whatever the fuck it was. Wrote two books about UFOs and then began thinking. Maybe you know, they were the aliens. At, <laughs> like yeah, I
1: was like wow, that was like a quick I'll be fucked um, if they
2: weren't aliens. So if they're aliens from hell?
1: Hell or space, buddy. Oh, or you as, got me as
2: we talked before, hell and space slash
1: hell in space.
2: Oh, that's right. Hell
1: within space.
0: Because
2: hell is up. Remember that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's like the Fucking right. best army recruiting fucking commercial. Yeah, I don't know if hell is up. Maybe for the air force. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, if, no, the new space force. Uh, hell is up. Oh, Serve.
1: Um, I, yeah, if you're in doom, <laughs> then yeah, hell is definitely up.
0: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> We're in space. Why is there demons? Exactly. Welcome to the army. Oh there my god. Go. All right. Holy fuck. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by EvolveCBD.com. This is a locally run small business by a very good friend of ours, a longtime member of the Kryptonaut Podcast family, and a supporter of this show from the very beginning. This business was established in 2016 with locations in our hometown of Auburn, New York, Fulton, New York, and Cortland, New York. If you visit EvolveCBD.com and use our promo code Space at checkout, you will get 20% off your online order. On that website, you will get access to a full spectrum liquid, CBD and CBG flour, edibles, topicals, tinctures, and more. They also offer CBD products for your pets, which I'll be looking into because recently, my dog has decided to try to start biting cars that drive by him, which is not good for him, and it's not good for the cars. He might have a little bit of anxiety. I think he's gonna need to calm down. I think CBD is gonna be the way to go for him. Pop him a gummy, he'll chill out. Stop trying to attack vehicles. I think everybody will be happy. Again, that is EvolveCBD.com. Use our promo code, Space at checkout to get 20% off your online order.
2: As to Francisco's assertion that his unbridled lust had summoned these infernal imps, he is not alone in the belief that we, as supposedly divine creations of an omnipotent God, are under constant surveillance by beings both angelic and diabolical in nature who are drawn either to our inherent piety or intrinsic depravity. Our thoughts and emotions crying out into the ether, beckoning whichever being is drawn to our particular dispositions. Which is to say, if you're doing good, pious, noble, godly things, you have angels looking out for you, doing awesome shit, and if you're fucking and eating too much, that whole sleeve of double stuff, and fucking, and being envious all the seven deadly sins, then you've got demons fucking just coming like fucking roaches to some spilled fucking fruity pebbles. Uh, Uh, All right. Wow, well. that's why that's why I was a Sunday school teacher for many years. <laughs> my my great analogies,
1: yeah, Fruity Pebbles,
2: <laughs> roaches
1: going to
0: Fruity Pebbles.
1: I love okay. it. Going to Fiddle Faddle. Oh God, behind the they fridge. Love
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Oh, uh, it's, it's all hairy so and weird. It's got dust and shit on it's it. It's bad before it's behind the fridge. Yeah, really. Fuck. All
1: right.
2: Could it be that demons actually do exist, tantalizing the faithful and seducing the sinners? Do they, like John Keel's notorious paranormal constructs, the ultra-terrestrials, feed off human fear? Or do they crave suffering, greed, rage, lust, all the sweetest of the deadly sins? Or is there something else at work? Something much more complex and profound? Is it possible that, in a bid to explain the near-unfathomable, especially in ancient times, concept of coexisting dimensions and the eccentric entities that supposedly dwell therein, "...our collective ancestors proclaim that we are surrounded by usually unseeable creatures hailing from the near Megonia-like realms of heaven and hell who are waging a constant war for the fate of humankind." And that Christianity, in creating a theological framework for these things, managed to both recognize their existence while casting them in an either black or white light that does no real justice to the complex nature of these entities or the worlds from which they hail. As a Catholic school survivor, I know firsthand there is no shortage of stories detailing guardian angels protecting those in need and, much more salaciously, the unholy temptations offered up by conniving demons hellbent on steering human beings away from spiritual salvation. These narratives are myriad and rich with the glories of redemption and sinister schemes, but they never depict these paranormal players as mindless automatons programmed to be good or evil. Instead, we are introduced to thinking, engaged entities who are following their own paths of righteousness and debauchery. Could it be that these creatures have called our earth, if not our specific reality, home for ages? Perchance they were civilized long before our simian ancestors evolved into the occasionally brilliant, often pernicious, bipedal predators we are today. Maybe, like human tribes, these devils, angels, djinn, fairies, on and on, were part of a collective that split and that, like all allies and adversaries, they've established different relationships, not only with each other, but with us. Mayhap we were just lucky enough that some of these quote-unquote superior beings took pity on us, the new kids on the block, while the others took their time to exploit humans at every opportunity. After all, that is exactly what our species does to its less technologically inclined neighbors. If these things are like us, granted more knowledgeable, longer-lived, and unquestionably more powerful than us, but still sentient beings with thoughts, passions, and peeves, then we might need to take a much longer, harder, and theologically unbiased look to the texts that make up humanity's plurality of religious disciplines, because within them we might find a kernel of knowledge that might be the key to opening up a relationship with our neighbors, nay, siblings, entities we were told were always there, but were never sure really existed. If that proves to be the case, and these revelations are forthcoming, if, for example, advanced AI is able to make reality the dream of physicists worldwide and discover alternate dimensions within our own, then perhaps humanity's oncoming 2045 singularity may be as much about social and spiritual matters as it is technological. Or maybe demons just make you fuck. In a bedroom, <laughs> no, dude. In you,
0: Barcelona. You yeah. literally you went from from demons fucking to possible aliens to yeah. Magonia to AI to the singularity. Lucifer. I'm just saying. Black that's why I fucking love doing this podcast with you because <laughs> that's a fucking that's all the shit that I love right there in a fucking. I always have, in a have nutshell.
2: endorsed. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I don't love ultra-terrestrial concepts. Right. I, I don't like putting everything under one blanket, but I do endorse the idea that. Things that our ancestors, we and we all do, I think all intelligent people do, interpreted as paranormal or supernatural, really are have a scientific basis, even if it's way different than what they were assuming. Right. Now, in this case, I'm actually running a little more parallel to supernatural beliefs in that. I do think maybe our ancestors had experiences with agents that they thought were either diabolical because they did evil shit or maybe just look scary or angelic because they happen to be pretty or Nordic like or whatever. Right. And that they might be coexisting and being able to be able to you know, traverse the dimensional veil or whatever. Um, and in so doing... Um, they make a huge mark on people. It would make a mark on people in 21st century, but people in antediluvian time would be like, what the fuck? This has to be something. And so of course they're going to put it in the framework of whatever gods they worship and whatever, you know,
0: deities they fear. Right. And if it happens to be yeah. around the time of Jesus and the the entire start of Christianity and all that, then, yeah, I could see them totally transposing that over of like all oh, these, you know, right. w- whether it's going to be Lucifer or even if it's like, you know, the parting of the Red Seas or whatever, they're going to obviously or, or put gin, some, or goblins yeah, gin, or fucking whatever, put some kind of weird, you know, fucking spin on it, which I, I understand if this is what if this is what they're experiencing, their only real frame of reference is like, not sure if you guys heard about Jesus happened two weeks ago. Came back from the dead, kind of a fucking thing. Like you now, there's these things, and I can I can completely understand how with that a rich all... tradition of Judaism. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. To further support
2: the ideas of like diabolical
0: beings, and, yeah, and even heavenly he, ones. Yeah, and then even before that, you've got Islam, and you know, well, uh, Islam comes after, or, but still, oh, it sorry. all it
2: all goes. The Abrahamic
0: religions right. definitely follow a path. Yeah, totally, totally. So yeah, I mean, if if the they're division. just if they're just using the uh, you know the the lens of of religion to just discuss these fucking otherworldly beings that, as you said, you know, all the The whole Magonia thing though, like where John Keel goes with it. Obviously I fucking love it. It's great. The mothman almost killed us all. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. We've all fucking healed. But yeah, if that's your point of reference and you are dealing with, uh, I mean, if it's a reality, if there's multiple realities happening around us and for some reason, whatever the fuck it would happen. We all of a sudden get a glimpse into it, or if it kind of fucking comes over, or, or right. whatever. The, the whole, obviously, I've talked about this interdimensional thing more than I probably should. But if you're catching glimpses of it, I mean, what, what would, how do you fucking parse, what do you do with that? Like, you how, have to how, put d- it yeah, within yeah. a
2: framework you're familiar which with. Which you would do with religion, which, 100%. Which you would absolutely yeah. do with whatever religion, whether yeah. you're worshiping Baal, whatever the fuck you're doing, Zoroaster, yeah. wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, you know, you be it becomes a part of what you're doing, and if it seems bad, it becomes right. an evil part, and if it seems beneficent, then it's something you would probably incorporate into worship, right? Like angels or whatever. And and all I'm saying, and I'm certainly, we're n- you know certainly not the first to suggest, by a long shot, by by a billion years, um, is that maybe some of these things, and I know it's hugely tangential to these specific three demons in a Barcelona hotel room, <laughs> but maybe these things are really just a part of our reality that we aren't subject to. The way that, you know, people always love to see like snakes see seventeen thousand different layers of heat vision and colors that we don't or whatever. Right. Any animal that they, they single out, I don't know specifically which. If these are just um radiation patterns that we just as human beings were not genetically designed to see for one and one reason alone, they won't help us survive. Because that's the only reason we evolved the way we do. Mm-hmm. Um Then if we eventually get the technology to break down these barriers, the way dogs can apparently and cats can see ghosts, maybe we can eventually, through technology, which is an avenue no one ever thinks to pursue because it's always mediums and seances and occult stuff, magic, and maybe that's a valid way too. Maybe it's more like the homeopathic way, but maybe there's also going to be a hospital that will allow you to fucking have eye surgery you see fucking demons. Not that anyone wants that. But then again, <laughs> it's, a a, a it's a pretty good sign. It's a mistake.
0: It's a bad call.
2: Yeah. But it'll be pretty good to see three demons when you go to bed. You're like, oh, I'm gonna fuck tonight.
0: <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> oh shit! Awesome. Mark's gonna get some. Wah, wah. But yeah, go. I don't want the from beyond glasses either, yeah, where I no. get to see like the floating.
2: No toothy jizz no. that fucking died in Mark sack and now float the ether <laughs>
0: nobody wants fucking ah, that coming to get you alright so Christopher
2: yeah let's grind it back down to the actual story yeah
0: so you got the, yeah, the, the three demons in the room the, the fucking felonious boner dude is convinced it's him uh, bed shakes, things happen real quick. If that's in your hotel room, wouldn't you get a hold of the, the fucking manager, the front end desk person? Like, yo, we got a problem up in room fucking two thirty seven or whatever. Like, this shit's fucked. Yeah, there's
1: no really aftermath. It's like there's not like they didn't in- they find like the maid.
0: Yeah, and the, next like, day. the beds all fucked up and yeah, it's not from us fucking. It's from demons doing shit. Yeah, and wouldn't no doubt. anybody hear beds yeah, that, clashing the together? Neighbors would definitely yeah. have complained. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Every time I'm in a hotel room and you hear something, like if you hear something from the other room, you're just like. Oh, and it's just, you know, you
1: can hear it's shit worst, going on. Right? Yeah, and on that's it. just
0: like, you know, pound
1: banging. Yeah, exactly. Not like beds being thrown and yeah. scraped. Ca- fucking... Well, you assume someone's getting murdered, pretty yeah. much.
0: Yeah, basically. So, yeah, let's, again. Pound banging. Pound <laughs> banging. <laughs>
2: pound banging. And let's scale this all down. If they did approach a manager, the night clerk, whoever, we don't know. At least I don't know, because I wasn't able to find any evidence of that. But if they did, um, were they believed? Did right. they assume that they damaged the room? Were they held responsible? Did they oh. try to get a refund? More importantly, yeah, right. and this is the one thing that you you'd think Margaret, maybe in 1970, she just was looking to fucking travel the world and wasn't looking to get deep into weird shit You know that she'd eventually dedicate her life to. Right. Um, maybe she didn't ask if there was a history of something in that room, but maybe there is. Maybe oh, these yeah? dolls it's not like it, maybe they're just not there to elicit lust or whatever Francisco maybe there's really some dark and arcane shit that happened in that room in that hotel some Aleister Crowley stayed here fucking bullshit and <laughs> and these things were invoked and they're there and there's a and part just of the room and they just do what now? they do yeah. and if they're acknowledged they react violently yeah right.
1: well i mean it could be the whole building for that matter sure I mean that goes like Ghostbusters as fuck. Look but
2: like where are the bodies?
0: structure. No, oh, where's always the bodies? But yeah, they it could be the, the it could
1: be the whole fucking thing. I mean you could, you might be able to look now into the hotel and just be like, is there any reports in the hotel? That'd be great Even if they mention the name the of the fucking, fucking hotel, which they don't. <laughs> well, it's in Barcelona. Yeah. Which is a pretty big tourist town. <laughs> it's in Barcelona.
2: It's in the center of it. And it was there in 1970. So we have those clues. I mean, there's got to the be
0: of the like, city. like, what, two possibilities, right? Yeah. Yeah. Max. Totally, totally in the center two. of
1: Barcelona, two hotels max. That's it. Maximum. Fuck. I mean, who knows, though, back then? You could probably track it down. It probably isn't as hard as you think it is. Well, I was too busy worrying about interdimensional
2: fucking AI space demons to fucking actually <laughs> do the legwork, Chris. So thanks for calling okay, the fuck out you, on our own
1: podcast. You do the meta. I'll do the actual science. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs>
0: Perfect. We finally have a science officer on the bridge. Yeah. I'm going to have to hire somebody. Chris is our fucking science officer. All right. I so, any of our it. listeners
2: out there, and I know like Cole and fucking Tom G., others who are actually brilliant at, at research, uh, Adam Benedict, I know you got a lot on your plate, so I'm not really saying you, but whatever, you. Um, If anyone knows about a particularly haunted hotel in mid-central Barcelona that was there in 1970, and maybe people reported paranormal shit, maybe poltergeists like, possibly three demons holding hands, then
0: let us know. (laughs) Yeah, Adam, let us know. (laughs) Also, if they
2: become an aphrodisiac, like if you can trap them like Solomon did with his ring, and instead of building a fucking rock wall, you use them to be like, oh, you're my wingman. (laughs) You get to hang out whenever I fucking call you
0: out. Do you're a, on a date with me. You're invisible, hanging out. Do the laundry. Do all the laundry for me, quick. Oh my quick. god! Take care of the dishes. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I guess the other part of this here that's kind of, you know, obviously, you know, a, a a major part, but not really much of an explanation is that she's like, she sees the demons, whatever. She's married. She moves on with her life, and then she's like, ah, aliens. Yeah, that's she just, goes right to aliens. Boy, that's a fucked up but twist. She did witness. She had a mass sighting, though. She was one of 170
2: people on one of the outskirts of London, I think, to see two UFOs land, one on, I don't know, like North Bexley Street and one on like Kingdom High Road or whatever. I don't remember the names, but... She and 169 other people saw this apparently.
0: Right, so I could 55. see I could see where she would take that. Oh, I had this experience a while back, and probably not being like, oh, well, that's clearly a demon, and then this here is clearly going to be, you know, aliens. Maybe she's put them under the same umbrella, like I like to do, and just be like, God, it's all the same shit. Like it's just, you know. Which, uh, again, Ooh. even for aliens, though, I mean, I weird, you know, chanting, whatever, and then beds moving. Like, not, nothing really happened. It, they just came in, did their fucking shit because the guy, you know, apparently got a boner, and fucking there you go. Well, there are Unless cases, it was a weird abduction. If it was some, but they didn't have any missing time.
2: Well, that they know of. Nah, true. I mean, okay. when you're sleeping, how do you know time's missing? Every time we fucking fall asleep, it's missing time. We don't know. Oh. Some ill shit could happen. Will there be a tomorrow? well that's also a question. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. I feel like she just uh, kind of just glommed onto this, and just, something just clicked and made sense to her. Even if she it wasn't a UFO, if she had another thing like this, I think she'd just be certain that it was right. demonic. Right. But she just happened to have a different experience. And I think. I think it, Chris is right in that she know, was
2: predisposed like, to think in extraterrestrial terms. It became part of her life's work. You know, started. Right. Well, yeah, she, I mean, she wrote, she wrote fucking books, wrote books about it. So. It kind of makes sense that you would feed into your passion. But like, like I was about to say, there have been a few, not many, um, accounts of people claiming that they ran into aliens that looked like classic little devils. I think, have we covered that? I think I don't, we, I, we I covered thought, little, the, the red devils, little red devils. Yeah, I think but that was not extraterrestrial based. The, um, I'm drawing a blank on the, his name. The guy who saw the vegetable man.
0: Yeah, his mom. His mom
2: saw an mm. opaque, uh, silhouetted, black uh, devil boy, basically, right. by a UFO. Yeah. We only hinted at that. We've never fully covered it. There's not much more to the story, actually, right. to fully cover but that's one of the cases
0: and there's also um what was it like the the devil drives a UFO remember that book that we referenced from Amazon yeah definitely where it was where it brought the whole demonic like oh it's the devil it's Satan and it's they pilot UFOs because... oh there's
2: absolutely a whole range of theories yeah. about the diabolical origins of Grays especially but yeah. other aliens and they're coming here giving you um secular advice about don't pollute nature, you know, don't nuke each other, do the right thing. But really they're making themselves into false gods by saying things they think you want to hear. But oh, of course, as God says clearly <laughs> in the Bible, it's our job to fucking pillage, burn, and destroy all living things because they're at our beck and call. Right? Yeah. And if you don't believe in that, well, fuck you, Satanist, you know. So there's that mode of belief. I don't share it, obviously. Um, but but yeah, there's yeah, plenty of people that think, a, I well, it, know, you know, the Ezekiel ship... Oh, yeah. you know, then yeah. you go to the ancient aliens theorists that believe that the old, you know, that God is actually a super alien and his angels are his minions. Right. And they all fly around and heaven is a big, giant, golden fucking craft in the cosmos somewhere. A cool theory. Well, we already know. Hell is up. Hell is up. So beware. Yeah. Oh, I mean. <laughs> Spacecraft heaven, USS Celestial Body 1.
0: <laughs> nice. All right, man. Well, hey, there it is. Hell or space bringing together the demons and bringing together the aliens. And, uh, you know, sometimes beds move. And, uh, and relationships are not necessarily uh, physically taken into consideration. That's They're true. just like, we're going to be fucking buddies. Yeah. Because yeah, I guess after that, I, I thing it's either going to bring you closer together or make you be like, I don't want to fuck this person. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no. I don't. This is what happens every this time This guy we probably
2: can... never fucked. He, or maybe he got married and right. was doing everything Oh, right. this could have
0: ruined him for the rest of oh, his life. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, shit. No. Well, hopefully he got you think your his fucking, fucking dick is
2: a divining rod for the diabolical, <laughs> you're going to fucking just, you're going <laughs> to walk the straight and narrow. Francisco yeah, are... was probably fucked. I just hope he met a, a nice girl who loved him for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
2: fucking yeah. and they and they did everything right under the prescriptions of the Lord.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Got <laughs> otherwise, married fuck. first,
2: then oh, yeah, then definitely. porked. And yeah. o- only for babies. You don't pork for fun. No. You're allowed to have fun if you're making a baby. If not, fuck you, devil's dick.
1: Even then, you should be feel miserable. guilty while you're doing it
2: <laughs> Man, you guys went through some shit wow i didn't i, I didn't permanently scar no. well no it scars heal you have the marks but it's not an open wound
0: yeah thankfully i was just spared a lot of this i had a couple of weird things around like character. i think yeah i had a couple of things where like the priest was trying to like recruit us into being priests because there was no like the the, the priest count was low and i was like <laughs> And at like you know, ten. I'm like, I don't want to be a priest. I want to like boobs and fucking. I bailed and watched the X Men, and my dad thankfully let me out of the fucking shit. And then
1: every yeah. time you bail out of religion, is f- you go and watch X Men.
0: Yeah, yeah. So apparently, think, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I. Yeah, that's why I left doing the whole Sunday school thing. I was like, Mark, Fuck go
1: to church, no. Then I cried and I go. I went and watched X Men.
0: It was the, <laughs> it was the 90s. The X Men cartoon was out on Fox, and I wasn't gonna miss it. I'll meet mean, a lot of things. I changed that, I my judo schedule at the time so I could watch it in the morning. Yeah. Wow, there you and go. I loved
2: judo. You took morning judo? I did. Wow. I took it a couple times uh. a
0: week, actually. And then I was like, I gotta do this on Sundays because Saturday mornings is fucking X-Men. Hell yeah. I get it. And I legit was fucking freaked out. And thankfully, my dad, who'd also survived... Catholic school by getting the shit beaten out of his fucking hands he was like yeah no this is probably cool you you, you got enough you're good just go, go ahead and go skateboard and watch the X-Men you're good I'm like thanks dad good I appreciate him. it yeah Jesus totally Rex. yeah
2: it wasn't it wasn't corporal punishment in our days at least not no. where I went to school no he, no. Defi- he
0: definitely caught the, the that knuckles that was my mom and dad's ear yeah, that was my dad
2: the product of Catholic schools too yeah, but thank God bomber. that beat the faith out of them pretty much because yeah. we would they sent us to Catholic school because they thought it would be a better education it was not but that's okay um, they were doing it for secular reasons, right? So I didn't have to grow up uh, living in terror of fire and brimstone, but I was yeah. exposed to it a plenty.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, th- I for think sure. you know, thank- thankfully now, like things obviously in the church and the whole everything has changed, where it's a little bit more progressive in some areas. I know in, in my life at least, like the, the the priest that married my wife and I, he was very cool. He was very like, "Don't worry about any of this. It's fine, you're just going to get married. You're good. Not a big deal. You're fine." It was no weirdness. There was no like, you know. We did do pre cana. I think I've told that story a couple of times. Oh, definitely. It was kind of weird. And he's like, yeah, just just go. It's fine. Don't worry. Just just hang out for a couple of days. Have some sandwiches, and you're good. Just go go and be happy. Go on a honeymoon and enjoy each other and have a a fun life. And don't be dickheads. That was pretty much his talk. That's solid. Real talk. Thanks, dude. Yeah, I mean, for real. New papacy real talk. Yeah, there you go. So uh, so there you have it, Kryptonaut Podcast, hellorspace.com. Well, get yourself those T-shirts. That's <laughs> wow. right. We got new designs. We got sales. We got things going on. We're going to have some other new designs coming out soon. Wow. I don't have a timeline on them yet, but don't worry. It's happening. We got the hoodies back in stock, so that's fucking super cool. Limited designs. Don't ask for certain shit cuz it's not going to get put in a hoodie. We can't do it. It's not going to work. It's going to be a whole headache for everybody involved. You'll have
2: a hoodie with a postage stamp. Jeez.
0: Exactly. Uh the patreon patreoncom not podcast. Check that out. Thank you to everybody over there that is supporting us. Fucking A
2: right. You guys really are the best and you <laughs> help us thrive. No, it's great. It's it's so, so cool. So all of our listeners you fucking rule, but uh but you guys that are helping to support us, thank you very much. Yes, we they,
0: have
1: bought stuff.
0: We yes, we have monthly bank statements now that yeah. I get the mail with our LLC on there. Oh, evil science LLC,
1: if you will. There's and like, uh, 400 light stands that I bought. Yeah, Chris bought a lot <laughs> of you light just stands. what my living, you saw like everything that was set up in there. Yeah, Chris's
0: entire Testing living room Jesus is like, it's, it's like he's like, like, he's like living in some like weird CIA, like CIA spy nightmare where he's just like locked into the yeah. computer. And it just looks just like a beautiful everywhere. mind. You walk in, and there's like, like, does, like yeah. maps and I'm like, well, if I connect this here. Yeah. There's 40 like, cables. Oh, there's wicked. a lot of connectors involved everywhere. It's going
1: to be Worth it. You'll see at some point when we get this rolling.
0: Everything. Listen. Every everything with us. The is fruits a, of of yes. Our labor. Everything with us is is a motion. It's a slow and steady. emotion Motion that we just eventually get there and the it tortoises works. of the paranormal. <laughs> slow <laughs> Krypto- and steady. Cryptonaut oh, it's it's podcast. Slower than that. <laughs> it's the it case liter- before the end of the race. <laughs> it literally is slower than that, Holy shit! But yes, thank you all for your continued Patreon support. Because of you, we are now a small business. We are three partners in a small business. Mm-hmm. And uh, we could not be more thankful that, that you want to support us like that. The, uh, the ooh, shit, the socials. Yeah, gotcha. The Very social good. medias, the Instas and the Twitters and the, the Facebooks. Best. We are there. We are hanging out. We are rocking out. And the Facebook fan group. Mm-hmm. Be sure to check that out. Tons of cool shit happening over there. Good, uh, folks. Thank you for all the messages and everything. If you're going to contact me on the social medias, the easiest way to do it is through direct messaging through Instagram. There's a lot of social medias out there, and I generally post stuff to there, but I'm the, the Instas is like my hub. Right. So like, contact me there. It's cool. Or you know what? Even better yet, if you got anything you want to you know, questions, comments, or whatever, Podcast at gmail.com. If anybody has any stories or anything, sometimes I like to send them through the the uh, Instagram, just email them over. It's so much easier. I got a whole email system set up where I can file things away. It's great. Perfect. Podcast. I don't think you've ever dropped
2: the email before, at th- least not I, recently. I mean,
0: it's kryptonotpodcast it's at gmail.com, or if you go to our newly designed website, cryptonautpodcast.com you can hit there's a contact form that you can fill out oh my fucking god and you can send me the information there and also too on that website we have a listener gallery of our our good listeners wearing our merch so if you want to yep. be on yeah, that that is awesome be sure to to you know hit me up and and send that email too with that picture and we can get you on there so there's all the outro stuff did Nailed i miss it. anything guys no, dude you went above you and beyond sure? yeah no i think that's uh i think that's does it and your morning DJ'd your way through it? Yeah, better. I was hoping that I could fucking get it you, going. You totally evoked it. I actually work on it during the day when I'm alone. I'm like, a really? podcast. Mark Stores yeah, coming at you. The fuck you doing? Dude, we have the sound effects
1: out said. there. <laughs> yeah, we've I, never used. I,
0: I like to add the honk myself. Yeah, add a sound effect. Come on, morning DJ. I, I mean, I, I, down. I, I If I hit a button, I'm going to fuck the whole thing. Yeah, yeah it's going right. to go
1: really bad. <laughs> <Yeah. so you're
0: laughs> right. You want me to hit buttons? it in later and pretend. Look now. Did it. Oh, squank. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Squank. <laughs> My favorite one. Oh, jeez. Oh, we suck.
0: Oh, yeah, we no, have we do. It. Thank you all so very much, and we'll be talking to you soon. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.